Hey, it's your host, Charlotte Tuberfield, and welcome to the Holistic Marketing Podcast, the show that inspires you to think holistically about yourself, your business, and your marketing to ignite the impact you desire to have in the world. We'll learn what it takes to be seen and heard in the digital space from leading experts and myself as the founder and CEO of Chipperfield Media. Get ready to own your marketing by exploring the intersection of purpose and proactive marketing to move your business forward. Welcome, my loves. This week is a solo episode with yours truly on evaluating how healthy is your marketing. We're going to take a look at three areas to evaluate and improve. But before I get into that, I've got two announcements. The first one I am so excited about, I am hosting a free webinar on Thursday, August 20th, and I'd love for you to join. I am going to be diving deeper into holistic marketing and how you can use that to really ignite your current marketing efforts. You can register at chipperfieldmedia.com webinar. There is also a link in the show notes below. And for those of you who join us there live, there will be Q&A and also a special bonus. So be sure to register. And of course, if you do register and unable to make the live call, there will be a replay that's sent out, but you have to register to get that. My second announcement is also a thank you. I want to thank everyone who's taken the time to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. I have been loving getting your feedback, and I have to say this has been such a fun project, and I truly love doing this podcast and connecting with you each week. So if you haven't taken the time to rate and review, I please invite you to do that now as well. It helps other amazing people like yourself find the show, and I can't wait to kind of keep building this community and connect with more individuals who are building impact in the world. Okay, so today I want to talk about the health of your marketing and how we can kind of take a pulse check of your current efforts. And if you aren't doing a lot right now when it comes to your marketing, that is okay too. This will still be a very helpful episode for you to think about as you start to ramp up your marketing efforts. But before I dive into the specific tips that I wanted to share today, I actually wanted to share a quote from Tanya Markle, who wrote the book, the she book. She says, miracles don't happen by chance. They happen when you step into the flames that burn your soul. Ooh, that is spicy. (laughs) I absolutely love that quote. I read it and it resonated with me so deeply because I really know that when we're aligned with our purpose and doing work that really lights us up, that is when we do our best work. So that's when we contribute the most to the world. And I think there's also this misconception of finding our purpose, right? We're all in the world trying to figure out why are we here? What's our purpose? And I think sometimes we overcomplicate that. There isn't this necessarily mysterious grand purpose that we're supposed to find in life or wait for it to fall in our laps. But rather, it's about leaning into the work that means most to us and assigning that as our purpose. So what does all of this have to do with marketing? And how does it help us evaluate the health of our marketing efforts? Well, I'm going to share three steps for evaluating the health of your marketing and then share a few tips for strengthening each of those. But it really all starts with aligning with our purpose. And so if you're building a business that 
you know, your heart isn't into or you're looking to make a quick buck, you know, that might work for a period of time, but it's not going to necessarily last. And so I know that you wouldn't be here, you're not listening to this podcast, if you weren't a conscious business leader or entrepreneur, meaning you're building a business that adds value to the world and you have a mission that is bigger than just your self-interest. And so this is really my first tip for evaluating the health of your marketing is to ask the question, how aligned is your marketing with your purpose? And so you might have a personal purpose that might be a little bit similar to your business, or maybe it's completely different, or maybe there's a little bit of an overlap. Whatever the purpose is, let's say behind your business, how well does your marketing messaging line up with that purpose? And how often do you speak about that purpose in your marketing itself? So if you listened to the previous episode with Kira Wackett, I think it's episode number five, she shared a lot about diving into our values, defining those, and really understanding that those values help shape a lot of the decision-making that we make. And so I want you to think about that within your business as well. So not only what is your purpose of your business, so how are you showing up, what impact are you trying to have in the world, but then thinking about how do you back up that purpose with your values? This is just as important as it is in our business, as it is in our personal lives. So the first tip is to really dig deep, connect again to your purpose, and then think about what are the core values of your business? One of the things I I teach in my course and when I'm working with clients is we go really deep into this. And I think a lot of companies skip this step because they don't know if it's really that relevant. But I have to tell you, it's so important. And if you listen to episode, I think it was episode number four, and Vanessa Haddock and I really talked about the importance of core values and how those can actually translate into your content pillars. So when I asked the question of how does your purpose show up in your marketing, well, what stories are you telling maybe on your Instagram or in your email marketing What stories are you telling about your values? How can you create different topics for your Instagram, for example, that are rooted into your values? So for example, one of my values for Chip Reveal Media is intentionality. And so if you go to my Instagram or are on the newsletter, you will see that I write about being intentional either in my personal life or with my business. And, you know, also I'm asking the question at the end of each episode that I have a guest on about how intentionality really shows up in their life. I think this is so important because we can easily get caught up in doing all the shoulds, answering other people's requests, their emails, and we can easily lose sight of what it is that we need to do to move our businesses forward or what's that next step in our marketing that we need to take. So when we can root into our purpose, I think it anchors us back into the big picture. What are we building? How are we serving? And how do we get that message out there? And when you are coming from that place, which I know that when we reconnect to our purpose, our souls really do light up. We get so excited because we know we can really help people. And so when you're anchored into that space, that's when you can really create powerful social media posts. You can create powerful emails that move people into action. So that's really my first tip is to evaluate the health of your marketing is really how much of your marketing are you creating from a place 
of when your soul's on fire? Are you creating those social media posts when you're burnt out, tired, exhausted, annoyed that you're even creating one? Or are you sitting down to be very intentional about, you know, how is a person that's reading this going to feel after I post it? What piece of value are you adding to their day? Those are two different headspaces to be in when you are creating content for your business. And so that's why this is my first tip for really evaluating the health of your marketing. You know, how intentional are you being behind it versus just pushing out more content into the noise of the internet? So I really invite you to kind of take that lens and evaluate how you're creating your marketing or how you plan to create your marketing and really carve out some intentional time in your calendar where you know you can sit down uninterrupted, get a little bit creative and really root into your purpose. And so my second area to evaluate when it comes to the health of our marketing is to look at your consistency. So how often are you showing up? How often are you sending those email blasts? How often are you posting on social media? The number one secret to marketing success is consistency. And that might not be the mind-blowing piece of information that you really wanted to hear, but consistency is so key. And I would even say consistency is queen. I know there was an old saying that content is king, which I don't think that's true anymore because there's so much content everywhere and we can all create content at our fingertips. But what's most important is showing up and consistently adding value. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to be flooding Instagram with posts four times a day. Again, this is about being very intentional, both from your bandwidth, but also intentional with what you're providing for the reader and the follower on the other end of your post. Consistency for you might be one email a month or one email a quarter. It might be one Instagram post a week. That is okay. The consistency that you are showing up every week, every month, every quarter to do that is more important than just posting every single day because someone said you should be doing that. So if you find yourself struggling, I do invite you to go listen to Vanessa Haddock and I's episode number four, where we talked a lot about using your core values to then translate into content pillars. So this really helps you answer the question, what should I be posting? So when you have maybe four core values for your company, you could actually rotate through each of those core values once a week for the month. So you know that every single month you're going to be creating content of value that reiterates each of your core values within your business. And when you stay consistent like that, you're going to start to attract people who resonate with those core values and want to be a part of a community and businesses with a similar mindset. So my third tip for evaluating the health of your marketing is to measure success. So what does success look like for you and for your business? What what does success look like? And I would actually recommend defining this before you even select your marketing activities or dive into something new. What does that success really look like for you? For some people, it's going to be a multitude of things, right? You're probably, let's say you're using Instagram as one of your marketing channels. You're wanting to make sure that you are consistently increasing your metrics each month. So the metrics you might be looking at are how many new followers have you gotten? You might also be following how much your engagement is increasing each month. So are you getting more likes and comments each month? Maybe you're looking at specific hashtag performance. 
maybe you're also tracking how many people are clicking in the link in your bio to go register for maybe you have a free webinar or for your email list or to buy a product. Those are all different metrics that you might be measuring just from one marketing channel. And so the other thing I would invite you to look at is which of those weighs more for you. For me, the likes on posts are wonderful and I wanna make sure that those are consistently increasing, especially as the followers are increasing. There's nothing worse than having a million followers and then no one's engaging. It's always better to have a smaller engaged audience than it is to have a large unengaged audience. And so you want to make sure that yes, the likes are increasing, but for me, comments are more important or even direct messages because that's when I'm having a direct dialogue with people and that's where the relationships are really being built. So for me, the value of a comment is way higher than a like, but I also use the likes as a way to engage, you know, was this valuable? Are my new followers also engaging along with the old followers? So take some time to really think about, you know, what does success look like for you? If it be on Instagram or email marketing, if we're looking at email marketing, you're sending emails once a month, you want to make sure that you are looking at what was my open rate. So how many people actually opened my email? And before you get stressed about looking at that percent, I want you to know that a lot of industries have different open rates that are standard. I know, I think in marketing, and even e-commerce, it can be somewhere between 12 to 15% is actually a really strong open rate, which sounds tiny when you're thinking about, yes, I want a hundred percent open rate, but I think we can all relate. We all get lots of different emails into our inboxes and we don't always read every single email from every single company. And so keep that in mind, like a 12 to 15% open rate is actually really strong. And if you're getting something closer to 20, you are killing the game. <laughs> So don't let those kind of metrics throw you off, but what you want to do is create some sort of dashboard. It can be a Google document or Excel file where you're just tracking each of the metrics every time you do an email send. If you're using a tool like MailChimp, they have all of this for you right in their reporting section. So I invite you to kind of dive into those and look at what metrics mean the most to you. Open rate is one I always look at. I also want to look at how many people maybe clicked in some of the links I had in the email. So if people are going to read a blog post that I wrote or listening to one of these episodes, I'm always looking to see where people are most interested. Another metric you might look at on your email list is your unsubscribe rate. You want to make sure that people aren't just bailing on your emails immediately, but it's very common to have a couple unsubscribes each time as people are going to filter in and out based on when they are going to need you and your business and what you have to offer. So again, you want to get really clear on what metrics are important to you, but then also what they mean. So for me, my open rate is important, but it's more important that people are clicking on the content I'm providing because I want them to read the content I'm producing or listen to the podcast or to sign up for my webinars. Those are all really important tools because I know that I'm helping people. I'm showing up to help them move forward in their marketing, move forward in their businesses. So for me, when people follow my call to action, that holds more value than maybe the number of people who open the email. But again, if you don't know how what success looks like for you, then you're gonna be kind of putting things out there and not sure if things are working or not working. That's why I encourage everyone that I'm working with just to pick a couple key metrics from each of your marketing channels and to create a simple spreadsheet that you can check in once a month. You don't have to do this every single week, 
but once a month I find can be very manageable just to look at, you know, how much did we improve from last month? And then how can we continue to build off these numbers each month over month? You know, the work is often in the baby steps, which leads to bigger rewards over time, but you can't go from like zero to a hundred immediately. You have to go from zero to one to two to three to four to five. So keep that in mind, especially when you're defining how you measure the success of your marketing, because ultimately that is going to help you define how healthy your marketing is. So to recap my three steps for evaluating the health of your marketing. One, you really want to look at your values and your purpose and root into them when you are creating your content or your emails, whatever channels you're participating in. How can you better root into those to create that, to put into the world so that the energy that's behind that is something that people really resonate with and want to engage with? So the second piece to evaluating the health of your marketing is looking at how consistent are you? How often are you showing up for people? And again, it's not about frequency. It's about being consistent. Are you there every week like you promised? Are you there every month like you promised? And not promised to your audience, promised to yourself. And then third is to really measure the success of your marketing. How are you going to know you're successful? And how are you going to track each step that you're taking and how it is building towards that larger picture you have in mind? Now, these three steps might sound kind of simple or kind of basic, but it's actually really hard to stay on top of these three things, to be rooted in your purpose when you're creating content, to consistently show up and do that, and then to remember to measure the success. I find that sometimes these are the steps that get kind of pushed to the bottom of the to-do list. And these three steps are the difference between having a proactive marketing system versus a reactive marketing system. I kind of think about it a little bit as being an ER doctor versus a doctor in private practice. ER doctors are there constantly reacting to what comes into that bay, whatever the ambulance rolls up with or whoever comes in. They're constantly having to look at what it is and immediately react to fix the problem. Versus a doctor in private practice is probably a little bit more focus on a specific area, they know who they're going to be working with, they know who their clients are, and they know how to keep moving them forward. And while I completely respect doctors, and <laughs> I love all kinds of doctors, when you're into marketing, if you are constantly operating like you're in ER, you are going to burn out so quickly and then realize that you are just treating everything with band-aids and st stitchers and you're not really getting towards anything other than stopping the bleeding. Yes, you might be floating and keeping everything alive, which is fantastic, but are you really getting intentional and acting as that doctor in private practice where you are building those relationships with your clients, you're helping them move forward in their lives to their best and healthiest lives? So again, I invite you to take some time after this podcast just to think about these three different areas and how you can shift more into that proactive state versus the reactive. And remember, miracles happen from taking consistent and intentional action. So I hope you have a fantastic week and I would love to hear how you have been thinking about these three tips within your own business. I hope that you have a week leading from a burning soul and of course, if you'd love to join me next week on August 20th, please register to join my free webinar. We're going to be diving into these areas a little bit more. All right, everyone. 
Thank you for listening and have a wonderful week. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please subscribe to be the first to know when a new episode is available. And if you really love this episode, please rate and review the podcast so that other conscious business leaders like yourself can join our community of listeners. If you'd like to connect with me further, you'll find me hanging out on Instagram at Charlotte Chipperfield. Come join me there or check out chipperfieldmedia.com for free resources, subscribe to my monthly newsletter, and learn more about the holistic marketing system.